Welcome back to another episode of Life in Pictures. We are on a roll this year. Heck keeping, yeah, we are. Keeping these episodes regularly updated. Yeah. Watching so many movies just for you. Well, not just for you. I mean, <laughs> we do this anyway. But we are watching a lot of movies and we're back to talk about some more. So. I know see. you really missed us because it's been so long. Um, what, like a week? Maybe two. Two weeks. <laughs> okay. About two weeks. So today we're actually going to talk about a plethora of movies. Yeah, we've been bundling up on movies when we do these episodes lately. Seems like it's working out pretty well. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it. I have noticed that um, our numbers for listeners seem to be growing. At least numbers for plays seem to be growing. So we appreciate that. Thank you for checking it out and listening and... I uh, hope you're enjoying what you're hearing, and you know if you are, go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this. And if it, if you like it, great. If you don't, you know, share it with your friends. We're not going to tell you what to say, but hopefully it's positive. And uh, if you do that, that helps us get grow our audience as well. So, so today we're going to talk about um, several movies and. It's kind of a mishmash of movies, which I think our last episode was as well. But um, because one of the movies is currently in theaters, we're actually going to start with uh, the chronological release dates of the movies. So that way you can listen to as much of the episode um, as possible before maybe you uh, need to go watch something for the spoilers. Um so we're going to begin with the movie Con Air. Which brings us around to our famous catchphrase. Spoiler alert! We are going to be talking about these movies as if you have already seen them. Because we have already seen them. And so we're going to talk about them that way. Yes. If you have not seen them and you want to know what happens, stop listening, go watch the movie, and then come back and listen. Or if you don't care about it being spoiled, then keep on listening. But just so you know, we are going to spoil everything. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and list out the movies that we're going to talk about today before we get started. We are going to start with the movie Con Air. We're also going to talk about the movie Dying of the Light, which is also starring Nicolas Cage. We had a little Nicolas Cage moment, um, which I think recently we had a, a Mel Gibson moment. Um, we also have the movie Dumb Money, which came out in 2023. Uh, the movie Self-Reliance, which came out, I believe in january of this year yes. it's on hulu it's very new and then um we saw argyle in the theaters with our kids so um this episode is chock full of movies it really is it's full of a lot of movies a lot of different types of movies and um so let's get started let's talk about con air con air well this is another one of those movies from when we were growing up that i was familiar with uh, you know, I know what it is. I know who's in it. I kind of have an idea what the story is, but I had never actually watched it. And so I figured, hey, you know what? It's on here. Let's watch it. And speaking of, like we were saying in our last episode, Hulu has several movies that we, number one, didn't know were on there. But number two, kind of fit this category where we were like, hey, I've never seen that before and it's on here. So let's check it out. So we added them to our watch list and we're just kind of going through them. Very convenient. If you want Hulu, you can get it by itself. You can get it as part of the Disney bundle. Nobody's paying us to say yeah, that. Yeah, nobody's paying us to say this, but that's how it works. Like 10 bucks a month. You know, you, you're probably familiar with Hulu, but that's where we saw this. Uh, if you don't want to watch it on Hulu, you can rent it 
on all the other sites where they stream and rent movies. Or maybe go down to the Goodwill, pick it up on VHS. Or the local library and Or DVD it. or... Yeah. Who, there, there, there's a lot of ways you can probably see this movie. Um, anyways, it stars Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich, Dave Chappelle... Of all people. And he's like a baby in this movie. He's so young. <laughs> Steve Buscemi, Ving Rhames, Danny Trejo, and Monica Potter, among other people. But those were the, the notable ones to us. Yeah, so it's a it's a very packed cast. I don't know how many of them were really stars at the time. Like, John Cusack was very young in the movie. And um, it's, I guess, possible that he, you know, he was pretty up and coming. Um and like I said, Dave Chappelle was a, a little baby in this movie, but um, it was a really great movie. I had actually seen it like when I was younger, when I was a kid. This is a movie my parents probably would have rented from Blockbuster and watched and we probably watched it on a Friday night. And I, um, but I wasn't like I didn't remember it. I, you know, um, remember the big action sequences, but didn't remember like the plot. And it actually was pretty darn good. Um, so basically, this movie um stars Nicolas Cage and he is this former US Ranger and it begins where he's coming home from war and he's visiting with the love of his life and she's pregnant with his baby and they're in some kind of bar or something and they're dancing and these guys are really being crass and um you know he's trying to keep to himself and whatever but then they get in the parking lot and they kind of attack him and then he ends up killing them um, so he goes to prison. Yeah, and, even though it was self-defense, which is, yeah. you know, it didn't happen in Florida, apparently. <laughs> um, so fast forward six or so years later, he's getting he's getting paroled and he's catching a ride on this um, airplane that's taking some of the world's greatest convicts to um I guess they're shipping them to like another yeah, facility. It's like a prison transport. Right. But it's this giant airplane and um, he he's actually, you know, going to be released. He's just um, but some of the people on there have to be like double caged. It's, oh, I know who else is in this movie. Michael T. Williamson's in it. Bubba from Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Sorry to interrupt you. I just thought about that. Um. Totally lost my train of thought. Okay, so you. So they're on the. Sorry, (laughs) Bubba's his best good friend too. They're friends in prison, and so they're 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 going on this plane together. I think they're. I don't remember if he's also getting parole. He's not. He's going to a different prison, I guess. Um, and so they get on this plane with all of these other guys. John Malkovich is kind of the leader of all of them, and he's like a badass in this movie, which is. uh, I think that's kind of. Most of his roles are probably like that, but the things that I've seen him in, he hasn't really been a badass. Like I saw him in Space Force on Netflix, and he's more of an intellectual in that series. So it was kind of interesting to see him in in this type of a role, even though this is the role he played first. Um, I'm kind of watching his stuff backwards, I guess you could say. Um, John Cusack is like a FBI agent, some kind of agent. Like yeah. some government agency guy. Yeah. I don't remember. It was kind of like that mission to get all these people from one place to the other. Is He's kind of like in charge of it. Dave um, Chappelle is like, you know, the errand boy, I guess, for John Malkovich. And it was interesting to see him because I remember him being in movies 
maybe not that far back or maybe that far back. Uh, he obviously wasn't as famous as he is now, but I remember him kind of doing both, like seeing him do stand up and also be in movies sometimes. And, and it's just interesting to see like how much his career has evolved to where now you like back then, if you saw him in a movie, you'd be like, Oh yeah, dude's an actor too. Now, if you saw him, you'd be like, Oh, they paid him to do a cameo or something, you know? Right. Like he's a much bigger star now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Steve Buscemi is, uh, he's like some hardcore Hannibal Lecter type guy that, uh, they're kind of keeping on lockdown. Ving Rhames is, uh, I don't know, just a criminal. <laughs> I don't remember anything like too notable about his role other than it was played by him. Danny Trejo is like a rapist or something. And, uh, yeah, so there's that. And, uh. You know, so they they have this, um, they make a big show of like how secure this plane is and how nothing can go wrong and none of these criminals could ever get out. And surprise, surprise, they have a plan to get out and it works. So they take over the plane and then, you know, of course, Nicolas Cage is a good guy. So he kind of fights back and, you know, hijinks ensue. Um, And they, you know, eventually... Everything kind of works out. Some people die. <laughs> it's a very, you know? like, very, very 90s action movie. It's very good. I, I, it was good, yeah. I, I, and like you were saying before, I kind of feel like the same way about Nicolas Cage now as I was like I was saying about Mel Gibson, where it was like, Nicolas Cage was actually pretty good. And it's kind of sad that he's not as big of a star as he was. And you kind of watch these movies and you're like, yeah, that guy, he was good. And, and he makes some of these newer movies... And you'll watch them, and not exactly like Mel Gibson, because the last few Mel Gibson ones I've seen, they were pretty good up to a point, and then they just kind of fell off a cliff. The Nicolas Cage ones I've seen, they, they're, like, decent, but it seems like they, they're just not as big of a movie to where they're going to have the, the caliber of writing or stars or production or whatever to really, you know, bring it up to the level of his previous work. Yeah. Um. So after we watched Con Air, we watched Dying of the Light. And we kind of just stumbled upon it as we were searching through movies. It came out in 2014. It's available on HBO. We were so we were kind of scrolling through HBO, seeing what they had in the um, like thriller section. Um, And we see Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And sometimes we do that where we just kind of scroll through HBO or Showtime or Netflix or Hulu or whatever and just say, oh, what do they got? And sometimes you'll see some of these more, at least like not as well known to us. Maybe they're well known to other people. I don't know. Uh, And you say, oh, okay, well, you know, this maybe it's good. Let's check it out. And so we did check this one out and it was pretty decent. You know, like I was saying, probably not as high of a caliber as his in his heyday, but still pretty decent. Um Nicholas Cage, obviously, is in this movie. Uh, Anton Yelchin is also in it. He plays kind of Nicholas Cage's buddy. Uh, and Alexander Kareem is the bad guy. Uh, so what happens in this movie is that um, Nicholas Cage is a CIA agent. And he's been in the uh, the CIA for, like, forever. And they kind of show you in the beginning that he was captured and tortured by... Uh, I forget the guy's actual name or the character name, but he's a terrorist. 
and uh, Nicolas Cage wouldn't give him any information. And then I guess this guy faked his own death. And, you know, Nicolas Cage kind of had this um, suspicion that he was alive for the past 20 years, but nobody believes him. And then he finally gets some proof. So when he tries to tell people, hey, I'm going to go get that guy, they're like, yeah, whatever, you're crazy. And it turns out that he actually is diagnosed with dementia. Um, so that kind of gives them some some credence to their belief that maybe he is not all there mentally. Um, but he is. And he goes and he tracks this guy down with the help of his buddy, who I also forgot the name of. But... <laughs> It was a good it was a good movie though. I enjoyed it. Um it's definitely something you should check out if you got some time to kill, you know, maybe not your first pick, but it wasn't bad. Um It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I liked it. It wasn't too long either, which yeah, I Yeah, it's about an hour and a half, you know. Yeah. Let's say you got a Saturday afternoon free, you want got some time to kill, check it out. Um and uh, so anyway, like he finds out that this terrorist, he goes and tracks him down to where he's been hiding out and he goes to try to kill him. But then he can't remember why he's there. And then he kind of fades in and out of remembering why he's there. Uh, and then he has the chance to kill him. But he turns out that he doesn't kill him because he thinks that like this guy's going to die anyway because he's got this blood disease. And I think that he, that he does die anyway. Uh, so he, I guess he figures that's justice enough. He came and he proved that the guy was still alive and all of that. And he gets to, oh, he dies in the end too, because he dies from the dementia. They show you his uh, grave. So I guess they both kind of went down in the end, but before he died, he got to do that thing that everybody said he was crazy for wanting to do. So Uh anyway, that's the gist of it. Um, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's Um, okay. So that's Dying of the Light that we watch after we watch Con Air. And uh, I just want to go back to Con Air. Like some of my memories of it is like I'd heard of it, and uh, I remember, like, I had this friend of mine, and he used to always quote John Malkovich, where he would be like, nothing makes me sadder when the, was it pilot or something, loses bladder in the airplane. I don't remember. And, I like, I never saw the movie, so I was like, what the heck is that from? And he, oh, it's from Con Air, and, like, I, I never saw it before, so I didn't know what he was talking about. Um, Your friends are strange. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to deny that. And also, Con Air... I don't know if this is, this is still a thing or not, but they used to make like hair dryers and stuff. You remember that? They still do. Yeah, there's like a company called Con Air. So I wonder if there's like a connection. Like maybe the, I don't think so. the producers are like, you know, we should call this Con Air. You know, maybe that was the inspiration or something. Because I mean, like they probably don't. Do they actually have airplanes that transport criminals? Is that like a real thing? I don't know. But like the reason he called it that was because the convicts had taken it over. Well, yeah, obviously. They're convicts. Con is short for convict. I know that. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, in reality, when they were writing this movie, maybe somebody saw a hairdryer and was like, oh, that's interesting. I don't think I so. Wonder, like, I don't you know, think that's why. It's possible. You never You're know. right. It's possible. We should, we should we write should check them it out. and find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Anyway. <laughs> um, Thanks for explaining to me what con is short for and why they called it air because they were in the air. You know, sometimes I got to be helpful like that. All right. So the next movie we watched, we actually watched earlier today. It is called Dumb Money. It came out in 2023. It is currently um, streaming on Netflix. I'm sure you can rent it at other places. Um, It has a lot of 
uh, big names in it. Paul Dano, who um, I didn't know, but apparently he played the Riddler on Batman. Um, Pete Davidson, America Ferreira, Nick Offerman, Seth Rogen, Vincent D'Onofrio, Sebastian Stan, Shailene Woodley, Clancy Brown. So a really big cast, right? And um, this movie is kind of a, a fictionalized retelling of the whole GameStop uh, situation that happened during the pandemic. Yes. Uh, just one note. I did look it up. It doesn't say anything about the hairdryer company here, but apparently the U.S. Marshals does have a an, a, a division that flies criminals around, very dangerous criminals, and uh, apparently there was a story that uh, with, with that service that inspired the movie. Oh, and that is that's interesting. That is according to EmpireOnline.com. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to Dumb Money. So Dumb Money. Uh, yes, it's about the GameStop stock stonk, whatever you want to call it. Uh, if you maybe you are are not familiar with this, but in I think it was it was a twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. I think it started in twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, a group of people online on Reddit uh, decided that. Uh, they wanted to kind of stick it to hedge fund managers who were um, betting against GameStop to fail. So they they a bunch of people bought stock in it, and it caused they held it, and it caused the stock to rise, and it, it really kind of screwed over Wall Street a little bit. Um, and this is a movie about that. And I thought that was an interesting topic because I remember when all of that happened, and I remember because like I've dabbled a little bit in the stock market myself. And when I say a little bit, I mean a very little bit. Like I'm talking, I'll see, oh, that's cool that I can buy one share of this company that I like and technically say that I own a piece of it kind of thing. Yeah. And so I'll do that sometimes just for the fun of it, not like trying to make money or anything. Um, and I actually, prior to all that, was considering doing that with GameStop. And I didn't do it. And I'm like, of course, the one time this would have actually worked out, I didn't do it. <laughs> um. But I remember like how that whole thing played out, and I actually had some friends that that bought some of the stock during that time, and and when I heard that they made a movie about it, I thought it would be interesting to see. So that's why I wanted to see it. I remember it was in the theaters last year, and I wanted to go see it, and I just never made it out there. So when I saw it was on Netflix, I thought we should watch it. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting movie, um, and it was just pretty neat to see them cover it in a movie um and all of the stars so quickly too yeah because it's something that just it's it's pretty recent too yeah Yeah. so uh let's see so paul dano or dano i'm not sure he was the riddler in batman he played the the main guy on reddit who um influenced all of these people to buy the stocks uh pete davidson is his brother america ferrera is one of the people that that ended up buying a lot of the stocks and so I feel like the movie spends a good amount of time giving you some backstory on some of the people that bought the stock as well as um, what happened to them, how they fared. Yeah. How they fared. Some of them made a lot of money. Some of them lost a lot of money. Yeah. Some of them lost some money, but still came out ahead. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously the wall street folks didn't do very well, or some of them didn't do very well. Seth Rogen's character didn't, um, 
but I enjoyed it. I thought it was, um, it was a nice, it was a nice movie. It was interesting to see what they had done for something that happened recently. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. what did you think about it? Um, it was decent. I, I didn't love it. I didn't think it was the best movie ever, ever, but, um, it was, it was decent. I guess maybe because I'm just not that interested in the GameStop stock situation. Um, I did like the music in it. It did have some very good uh, car pumping rap that I enjoy. I like to pump some rap music in my car sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> to stay awake. Um, but anyway. So yeah, it was decent. It was fine. Um, I... I feel kind of bad because yeah, we saw Argyle yesterday and I loved it. So like this was not on that level at all. I, I kind of thought the event was cool because I kind of felt the same way where I was surprised that the stock in GameStop was such a low price. It was like $3.85 a share when they started or something. And I kind of had that same thought of like, yeah, I mean, they're not, like, the greatest company ever, but, like, I feel like they should be better off than this. And I also kind of feel like GameStop has fallen off quite a bit since then, or since, like, maybe when they first started out. That's a separate issue, but I used to shop there a lot more than I shop there now. And if you um, are a customer of there, you might agree or disagree. But um, either way, it was kind of cool to see a bunch of people band together to accomplish something that that big and to get the attention of, you know, the nation and probably the world, you know, but just something that was started with a group of people on the internet saying, Hey, what if we did this? You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So if you remember when that happened and you maybe heard of it and you didn't know the whole story or whatever, check out the movie. Not, not too bad. It's on Netflix. You probably got Netflix anyway. So, Yep. Which leads us to our next movie, which was um, a recent release earlier this year called Self-Reliance. It is currently available streaming on Hulu. I think it's a Hulu original. Yeah. Um, it stars Jake Johnson who from New Girl. He actually wrote and directed this as well. It was his directorial debut. Debut. Um, Anna Kendrick, Andy Samberg, Wayne Brady, Christopher Lloyd, Natalie Morales. So again, big cast. Um, yeah, I remember the way that I, uh, this is another one of the movies I just kind of saw an ad for it online and just kind of browsing the, the web. And I thought it looked interesting. I thought it was a show at first. And then, and then at the end of the trailer, it was, you know, it was a movie, but, um, it's interesting. It's about, uh, so Jake Johnson, plays this uh i think he's like a network engineer or he has some kind of job like that and you know he we learn later on that he was in a relationship for a long time that didn't work out so he's very lonely and he's trying to figure out what to do with his life and so one day he's walking home or walking to where he's walking somewhere i don't remember and uh andy samberg pulls up next to him in a limo and says hey uh you know, I know he, he knows all this information about him. And, and so he says, Hey, are you Andy Samberg? He's like, yes, I am. And how would you like to be on this show or something? So he gets in the limo with him, and then it, 
turns out that you know they want to offer him this this part on a reality tv show where as long as he's with somebody else he's safe but people are trying to kill him so he the i guess the reward is if he can last 30 days without being alone um they will give him a million dollars but the whole time he risks being murdered by this group of people that's going to be trying to murder him. And um, they say that, you know, they may or may not ever come to his city. But, you know, in order to be 100% safe, you always have to be with somebody. And, of course, he says, yeah, okay, let's do it. And, you know, being with somebody 24-7 apparently is not as easy as he thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and trying to explain to somebody why he needs to be with them also isn't as easy as he thought it would be because he's trying to tell them, hey, oh, that's the other thing. This is the, the show is on the dark web, they said. So he's trying to tell us, hey, I'm on this reality show and this is what's happening. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not a real thing. You're crazy. Get away from me. So, you know, he tries to stay with his family and, you know, eventually they get tired of it. And then he befriends this homeless man and he says, hey, you know, I'll give you some money if you stay with me so I don't die. And, uh, you know, then he puts out a, uh, an ad on Craigslist saying, Hey, this is what's happening. I need somebody to stay with me. And then somebody responds to it and says that they're also on the show and it's Anna Kendrick. And, you know, so then they sort of meet and hang out together. And then all of a sudden she's tired of being with him all the time. And she reveals that she's not really on the show but she was just bored and thought maybe he was kidding and wanted to meet somebody new. And so that kind of sends him on a, on a spiral and, you know, he, uh, he makes it through the 30 days and I think it turns out in the end that like they, they are going to pay him a million dollars, but they, they pay him like $600 a month, like forever or something. So it's not like he even got rich like he thought he was going to. Um, but I really like the, the movie itself was it was entertaining. It was part partly a thriller, partly comedy. Uh, it had a great cast. Uh, Christopher Lloyd showed up in it, which I always like Christopher Lloyd, because if you know me, uh, Back to the Future is my favorite series of movies ever. So it's cool to see him still out there acting. We actually recently saw him in an episode of The Mandalorian as well. Um, And he plays uh, Jake Johnson's father in this movie who had been kind of... uh, He ran ran off when he was a kid, I guess. And so they reunited him with his son. And yeah, that's that's basically the movie. Um, I thought it was good. It's on Hulu included with your subscription uh jake johnson's a funny guy he was in i i really liked him in jurassic world and let's be cops uh among other things so i don't know do you have any particular (laughs) scenes that stand out to you or um no there were lots of little funny um pieces in the movie um i uh andy samberg playing himself and (laughs) And it turns out Andy Samberg is really not in it for that long. No. You know, like the trailer, I kind of thought he was going to be in it for for a longer amount of time. But he was still pretty good in the parts that he was in. Um, yeah, it was a good movie. Um, 
Yeah, I liked it. It was it was fine. I thought it was cool that Jake Johnson wrote and directed it. I didn't realize that at first. Um but that's cool. So Yeah. Anyways, check it out. If you're browsing through Hulu, you're looking for a movie, you wanna see a good one, you wanna laugh a little bit, there you go. Self reliance. <laughs> Which brings us to the brand new movie that we saw last night. We saw it with the aid of our Regal Unlimited pass. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Now, like we said, this movie's in theaters now, so if you want to see it, you're going to have to go out to the theater. Um, it came out Friday. So very new. Very new. We saw it with our kids. We brought our kids along, so if you want a movie that you can take your family to... It works. Yeah, it, you know? it was PG-13, but there was really nothing in it that was, um, you know, our kids are 9 and 12, about to be 13. And um, actually, our daughter, our youngest, she, after the movie, she was like, that was incredible. It had everything. It had good and bad and action, adventure and suspense and romance and romance. <laughs> twists and turns and she just kept going on and on and on and like it was literally like she was providing an ad for this movie um so that was really cool yeah it's got a lot of big name stars in it bryce dallas howard who is uh, ron howard's daughter she's in the jurassic world films she's in this movie she's in some other things i'm probably forgetting right now but i'm sure you have probably seen her if you've seen a movie in the last few years Henry Cavill, who played Superman, um, he's in uh, The Witcher, I think, the show on Netflix, among other things. John Cena, who I enjoy seeing John Cena in movies because Me I'm too. a big wrestling fan. He's and just so comedic. I don't know what it is about him, but like every time I see him, I laugh. And I don't want to brag or anything, but this is 100% true. I'm not kidding. John Cena follows me on Twitter. He does. And I don't know He's why or how, but I'm not complaining. That is super cool. I'm yeah. you know, I'm gonna brag about. We love it John Cena forever. He, I just, I don't know what it is about him. Like, he's his comedic timing. Every time I see him in a movie, he like makes me laugh hysterically. I, I don't know what it is. Playing with fire. If you have not seen Playing with Fire yes. with your children, you need to go see it. According right? to Stephanie, <laughs> Playing with Fire is the greatest movie that has ever existed ever. in the history of the so, world. So, so maybe funny. we'll get John Cena to come on the show someday and talk about it with us. It's so funny, guys. Like seriously. If it if any of the so people funny. listening out here can like make that happen, uh, if you like, you know, start a hashtag or something, I don't know, but. That would be sweet. I would love to talk to John Cena. John Cena, you keep me laughing, and I really appreciate it. I remember John Cena. Uh, well, I, you know, I was a big fan of wrestling. I, I still am a fan of wrestling, but uh, back in the Attitude Era, and Stone Cold Steve Austin was and is probably my favorite wrestler of all time. I have it, uh, his logo tattooed on my leg. Big fan, right? Then I kind of stopped watching it for a while, and then when John Cena started getting bigger, like that, I, I, he kind of got me back into it. So, saw him at WrestleMania in Orlando a few times. He's a great dude, and it, it's cool to see that uh, he's continuing his career and moving into acting, and it's it's kind of working out for him. So, like, that's great. Good for him. Um, yeah. Sam Rockwell is in this movie. 
Uh, we've seen him before in a few things. I always think of Confessions of a Dangerous Mind when I see Sam Rockwell because that's the first movie that I saw him in. Um, he was in another movie that we saw where he played like a secret agent type character. And I can't for the life of me remember what the name of this movie was. Do you know what it is? No, I'm going to look it up right Let's now. see if we can look it up. Um, but Sam Rockwell is in this movie. He's a good actor. I always enjoy when I see him in things. Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright is the name of that other movie. That's Anna a good Kendrick, movie too. Anna Kendrick's in that Anna one Kendrick, too. Anna Kendrick is in that as well. Uh, so check that out if you if you have the inclination. Brian Cranston is in the movie. Obviously, you, you probably know who he is. Breaking Bad, Your Honor, Malcolm in the Middle, if you're that kind of a... You know, you're into that sort of thing. Um, he's been in several movies. He's a big time actor. I'm sure you've heard of him. Uh, Catherine O'Hara, Mrs. McAllister herself. Uh, yes. And um, she's in Schitt's Creek also. Yes. And what the heck is their last name in, in, in Schitt's Creek? I don't remember. I know her first name is Moira. Yeah. God, I can't remember any of this. Anyway. Schitt's Creek isn't named after their family. They move there, so that's not what it is. Anyways. But yeah, Catherine O'Hara is also, you've probably seen her before. She's a great actress. She's in this movie. Samuel L. Jackson, you, I'm sure you know who he is. He's in Jurassic Park, among a million other movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dua Lipa is in this movie. She is a singer, but also an actress. You see her in... in movies mm-hmm. every once in a while and this one was no exception she's in this movie too um so plot of this movie is uh bryce dallas howard plays an author who ellie conway her name is ellie conway and in the in the um beginning of the movie they're kind of showing this uh spy scene playing out and then they kind of come back from that and it's her writing this next installment of this series of books that she's written about this spy who's named Argyle. And then she's doing a Q&A about the series. And um, she calls her, you know, she finishes the Q&A or whatever. She calls her mom. Her mom says, oh, I love the the new book that you've written so far, but I, I got some notes. Why don't you come out and see me or I'll come and see you. She's afraid to fly. So she decides to take a train to where her mom is. While she's on the train, she runs into Sam Rockwell and he reveals that he is in disguise and he's a spy. He's a spy in disguise, not to be confused with the Will Smith animated movie. (laughs) And um, it turns out that all of these events that she's been writing about in her book are true. And so now she's got this other rival organization of spies that are after her to find out uh what happened to their stuff that was stolen or you know something like that and um so this movie has all kinds of twists and turns in it where you know you think you know who somebody is and then the next minute they're they're somebody else and and you know there's action like like olivia was saying there's action and comedy and romance and twists and turns and all kinds of things and i think there was definitely comedy in there and where things were like purposefully you know, kind of surreal and, and over the top. And it was, mm-hmm. it was really funny. Like I, I liked it. Um, it was a really good movie. I, I really like movies like that, that are really well-rounded. Um, 
And I feel like it all kind of flowed. And there were some, there was some of like predictability, but not everything was predictable. Like there definitely were some things where you were like, oh shit. Um, which I appreciate too. Like I follow the formula, but then like, you know, make it a little bit suspenseful. And um, I really enjoy Bryce Dallas Howard and um, Sam Rockwell. Brian Cranston is really good at playing a bad guy. Um, Catherine O'Hara. Um, there's a twist. Uh, again, spoiler alert. And her parents are not really her parents. And they turn on her and um, it, it was just really good. Like, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad we took the kids to see it. Um, I think they really enjoyed it as well. And um, yeah. I, I liked the, there was a part where she keeps seeing Argyle throughout the, the character Argyle throughout the movie. And he's telling her what to do and stuff. And then at one point he fades away. And it made me think of the Simpsons episode where Barney the drunk just says, like, there's this character they had on the show that was a, a parody of Mary Poppins and she's flying away. And he says, bye bye, Superman. <laughs> and because Henry Cavill was Superman so when he faded away. That's what I thought. Um, but it turns out that, like, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard actually is a spy herself. And... Brian Cranston and Catherine O'Hara um, were trying to keep her from remembering. Yeah, they brainwashed her into thinking she's this author and whatever to try to get the secrets from her. And so throughout the course of the movie, Sam Rockwell and Samuel L. Jackson kind of bring back her memory of who she is. And uh, she becomes like this like really elite spy again. Um, and then even once that happens, she kind of twists and turns a little a few times. But uh, it was good. I I really thought it was a good movie. Well written. Well, the cast was great. Um, One of those movies that I would enjoy seeing again. Yeah. You know, and I I think with so many movies at your disposal, you can't always say that. Like, I don't know how many of the other movies that we saw uh, that we talked about today I would want to like watch again. But this one I would watch again. Yeah. Well, some of these other movies, you don't really need to watch them again. Like once you've seen an action movie. I mean, you probably will watch it again at some point in your life, but like, it's not like you're going to watch it again like next week, you know? Yeah. Like, it would be like, oh, yeah, I remember when this came out, it was good, and I saw it like 10 years ago, and now I want to watch it again, you know? Right. Um, something like that. So, that's what we've been up to, watching movies and learning all the things that so we can come back here and share them with you. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Um... If you have any suggestions or requests, uh, feel free to hit us up on our social media. Uh, we are at Life in Picks Pod uh, on Instagram, and we are Life in Pictures Podcast on Facebook. And those are basically the two accounts that we use the most. We have a Twitter account. We don't really use it. We're not really going to get rid of it either, though, because I don't know. Yeah, we'll if you want to send goes. us a, a whatever, an at on Twitter, feel free. Um, yeah, if you have suggestions, if you think we missed something or you disagree with something that we said about one of these movies, um, 
we'd be happy to uh, talk about that. Um, tell us what we should be watching. What are some things that you are currently watching or have seen recently that you're like, yes, absolutely, that needs to be talked about. Um, what are your obscure movies that you're like, hey, check this out. It's actually pretty darn good. You may have never heard of it, but it's a great movie. Um, we would love those suggestions. We would be happy to check them out and discuss them here on the podcast. Yeah, that's another thing we were just talking about is some of these movies we've seen recently fit that category, like The Dying of the Light or Dragged Across, Across Concrete from the last episode, uh, On the Line with Mel Gibson that we saw that time. Uh, so yeah, if you have anything that you want to hear us cover, feel free to reach out on... Uh, on our social media channels and uh thank you so much for listening yeah we hope you enjoy the show see you next time